This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Dave Sharp. Uh, today we have a uh, very special guest, somebody who I think uh, you're going to get a lot of value from. Kylo, what's up, my brother? Hey, what's up, Dave? How's it going? It's excellent, man. It's excellent. So uh, Kai is a digital marketer, and uh, he's going to talk about a story today. And I think it's going to be interesting for you guys because he's got a, an interesting story. Uh, Kai, you're a, you're a Philly boy, aren't you? <laughs> yep, Philly boy, born in Hong Kong, raised in Philly. Nice, man, nice. So on the Legendary Marketer podcast, it's all about you know giving people a perspective of, some, of an alternative route other than just following the system, being a good little boy or girl, getting your good grades, going to college, working 40 hours a week for 40 years and hoping you have enough at the end. Uh, to live out your, quote, golden years uh, with whatever money you earned. And, and studies show that uh, most of our retirees, a large portion of them, have three to $12,000 in their bank account uh, when they retire. So it's a problem and the system isn't working. And so uh, now, you know, man, the Internet, it's here, dude, and it's, it's here to stay. And uh, you have taken advantage of that. So I know you got a killer story. I want to hear a little bit about what led you up to becoming a digital marketer. What did your life look like before you started doing this? Well, you know, long story short, you know, my name is Kylo. I'm I am 32 years old. Uh, not a not not a lot of people believe that, <laughs> you know, until I showed them my driver's license. Um, you know, born in Hong Kong, raised in Philly. Uh, when I was you know younger, during my high school days, I started hanging out with. The wrong crowd with the wrong people and which i can't relate to at all you know a little bit about my story as well i can't relate to that at all <laughs> i can't relate to that at all yeah so you know now now that you look at me you're like well you know how, how can this guy be hanging out with the wrong people but you know anyways back in the days hanging out with the wrong people started getting involved in drug dealing at the age of 17 uh going into from high school going into college so you know freshman year started escalating from selling weed to ecstasy and then ultimately it led to cocaine uh and that's when i got caught by you know once once you're in there for so long you trust certain people you guys become best friends uh even though i felt something was wrong on that day on uh it was thanksgiving eve of 2014 um one of my friends that i I trust uh, told me to you know go to this one really suspicious area, but but I was like, you know I was greedy at the time, young. I wanted the money, the the girls, the the fast cars. Uh, I went along with it and just. Um, it was a, I'm but, I'm sniffing a setup here. Yeah, I I knew it. I knew that was happening, but I was like, you know, this is my best friend. You know, I, nothing's gonna happen. It's just gonna be a great time, make a lot of money. Boom! I got caught with in a setup for two ounces of cocaine right? and that's, that's, you know, i was set up by one of my friends right there that's not that's real time too that's not a joke they don't they don't play around with that 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 sort of quantity yeah they don't, they don't mess with that quantity so i lost their short. i spent two years luckily luckily it was in a county jail it wasn't like upstate prison it wasn't like the stuff you see in the movies so, so it was still a life lesson learned. You know, it was an experience. I, I, I took it as a great learning experience. 
instead of sitting there blaming everybody, blaming the police, right. blaming my friends. Right? I, I took it as a life lesson learned. So during that time when I was in jail, uh, spent a lot of time reading personal development books. I don't remember the titles of the books, but they had a bunch of them in there. I right? try to hopefully that you can change your life right, for the better. So I read a lot of those books and it did help. It did help. It helped me dream bigger. It helped me see the possibility of what can I do when I get out of jail uh, with a felony record. I have a felony record. I still have it. It's, it's very hard to get that expunged, right, even right. though it's been over 10 years. Yeah, when I was 19 to 21, it was 2005 to 2007. Uh, so when I got out, I started looking for jobs. You know, all my friends and family, they were like, oh, you know, don't worry. You're going to have a second chance. Go to college, get good grades, and, you know, get your bachelor degree. You can get a very good job. You know, people will people will ignore your past, right? Focus on how, the present. It's amazing how deep-rooted that message is to just go to college, just get a good grade on your SAT, I mean, here you are with obvious obstacles, right? You've now got a felony record. And, and your family, who has your best intentions in mind, there's no doubt about that, they're still telling you, follow the, blue, follow the cookie cutter blueprint. That's just, to me, that's amazing at how deep-rooted that message is. It's called cultural hypnosis. And, uh, and, and it's just so deep-rooted, that message to just do this thing this is the blueprint for everybody, and obviously, you and I know, you and I both know that um, getting a job with a felony is not easy. It's nearly impossible, which is what you experienced, right? Yeah, it was, not only was it hard. Like I, I, I was holding a, a job dishwashing at Saladworks. I don't know if Saladworks is like a nationwide thing. But, I don't you think know, they, so. Uh, Must just be a salad, Philly salad. thing. <laughs> Must just be a Philly thing. <laughs> yeah, they sell salads. Uh, dishwashing there while going to community college in Philadelphia. Um, <clears throat> the big problem was that I couldn't even get an internship and I couldn't even do community service, which was required for one of the credits to move up, you know, to to sophomore year and then- and You then can't even work senior. for free. Can't work free. They said, <laughs> no, you know, uh, because of the background. Yeah. Yeah. It's everything to do with the background check. So here you are, 20 years old, right? You got, <laughs> you got, you know, just made some bad decisions. We've all made bad decisions. Um, and here you are at tw you're 20. You've got felony record. You can't even work for freaking free. Yes. What do you do next? So I started, you know, venturing online. I always knew that people were making money online, but I just didn't know how. I didn't have a background in marketing. I didn't have any you know, technical knowledge, uh, just regular kid, just going to school, you know, just trying to <laughs> finish college and hopefully get some job or career for the next, you know, 30, 40 years. And that was the plan. So with no experience, I started going on Facebook, started going on YouTube, type, going on Google, typing in make money online. I was one of those people. I was, I was complete newbie, just looking for ways to make money online. And, and everybody says- We call, says we call that wet behind the ears. Wet behind the ears, so new, so green. You were wet behind the ears. Yeah, so 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 that's how I started venturing into online marketing because I knew there was ways to make money online, and that I didn't have to tell people that yes, I I, I you know I have a felony. You know, there there was like no background check. 
<laughs> you can be anybody online. You can literally be anybody. You can say I'm a doctor, or you know, but but I wasn't lying to people. But but I just knew there just was a way to make need, money. You didn't have to go. You didn't have to go. You didn't have to fill out an application for every customer that you generated. Yep. No. Right? No. No application. No background checks. So, so I felt comfortable. It, it, I was like in my bubble, hiding behind a computer, just learning how to make money online. Uh, and I'm an introvert, right. so so even coming on to, you know, something like this as a guest speaker, podcast, or sometimes I, I'm speaking on stage, I have a hard time articulating. You know, I haven't like I lose my train of thought. Right. Because I'm always like, as an introvert, you're always worried about what people think, and you're shy. You're and, and trying to overcome that. Right. And I'm trying to tell everybody that's watching this is that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be like this Tony Robbins, you know, type of person coming online, doing videos, doing like amazing videos of you know all this skills and editing. No, you can just have a smartphone, do selfie videos, and type out your thoughts on Facebook, share your story, uh, and just a lot of videos that I watch online, a lot of people that I learn from, they, they all say the same thing. They said, stop worrying about what people think and just express your thoughts and feelings. And the more you do that, the more you attract people to you and they would say, I don't know who this person is, but I like to get to know this person, right? right? It's this instant attraction and then you have, you're building this friendship with people that you've never met in person. Right. right. right? I built this friendship with Dave <laughs> through Facebook, through online. And then we finally met you know, in March this right. year in person. Which you, which you, and I want to tell people because um, it's important for them to know that you're on the show because uh, you have made inside of Legendary Marketer $44,000, right? And in, in Legendary Marketer, we have a... Uh, curriculum where we teach people how to build a digital marketing business online and a lot of people take our information and go and do that and we also have a an affiliate program where people license our products and they don't have to do the videos they don't have to do the ads they don't have to do the emails and the sales funnels and get in front of the camera and all that kind of stuff and so Kai came in and because of you know his commitment and consistency with social media came in and did $44,000 in commissions uh, earnings uh, through Legendary Marketer in uh, just a few months. And um, back in March, you actually did come and speak on the Legendary Marketer stage. And uh, and that was cool. And you're coming up to an event here pretty soon. And uh, we're definitely going to be picking your brain and having you up there as well uh, at some point uh, in this upcoming event that, that we're doing. Um, so it's important for people to understand that, that he's done uh, significant uh, he's, he's created significant results here over the course of the last uh, a few months and it's impressive man and uh, what you've you know it's 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 just it's cool how's that feel man like how's that feel to know that you there was a, a possibility that you were going to have a, a like a, a meaningless and mediocre future and you've created this life for yourself that you at least this ability to create income and have the freedom to make it wherever you want, work from home, and be an entrepreneur? Like, how does that really feel? Oh, I mean, it's it's unbelievable, especially if you're surrounded by negativity. You, your friends and family will say, you know, stop doing that internet thing, you know, just 
focus on a career, right? Move up the the corporate ladder. Eventually, you'll you'll make the you know the mid five figure, six figure income someday. And I didn't see the possibility in the corporate space, you know, being in this the the, the situation that I was in. Uh, so it was it was the unthinkable, you know, just. Uh, I, I had a lot of self-doubt too. Right. From time to time, I was just thinking, "Is this really for me? Does this internet stuff work?" Um, right. Especially if everybody's telling you stop doing it around you, right. it's tough. It's really tough. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I I honor and, and appreciate your vulnerability. Um, I think it's powerful. I think uh, not enough people uh, embrace the idea of being vulnerable. And uh, being authentic, I think for some reason, society, and it's just, again, more messaging, right, that has told us just put on a facade, uh, just, you know, try to be, try to act like everything's okay, act like you've got it, act like you have no problems. And that really creates disconnection in people. And we don't even realize that, right? Because over here, we're trying to, you know, look good um, because we think that's what people want. But really, people appreciate and respect and connect and relate with uh, just our real selves and our real lives and our real struggles. Uh, so I appreciate that about you. What can I do, man, um, to, to, to help you? I've, I see you, uh, I think you have so much potential. You've already taken enough action to create the results that you, that you have right now. Uh, if, if there was anything that I could do, answer, give you perspective with, uh, to further your business and be more successful, um, how can I help? How can I use this time right now to, to help you to be more impactful and be more successful? Um, sure, Dave. I think it would be the focus on like storytelling, uh, video marketing, right? Getting out of that comfort zone. And I think a lot of people, not just myself, uh, we're always afraid or we don't know what to say or you know we don't know how to structure uh, what to say in the video and you know tips like that you know even for the upcoming event uh i think things like that are will take it not just for me but for you know people that are watching people that are in legendary marketer you know to the next level yeah yeah so um you know it's been interesting over the past uh uh i don't know seven or eight years uh how i've how i've learned to sell um, I, I, at first I didn't go and I didn't take any selling classes or courses or have anybody kind of show me or teach me how to sell. Um, I learned that if I could tell a powerful story that made a point and then I could make an offer at the end of that story, uh, that, uh, it, it, it just worked, right? Because instead of just coming and coming out and throwing, you know, facts and figures and data and stuff that people didn't really care about or were bored with, if I could entertain them and engage them with a story like what you told today, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty entertaining. Um, everybody loves a good story. And so what I did was um, similar to what you just did on this podcast was I started to tell my story, uh, which was um, a story of, of uh, struggle and homelessness and, and then uh, how I overcame it. And, uh, and then at the end of that story, um, I would say, you know, I would make an offer. And uh, I started out with, uh, you know, I started out in, in network marketing and, and uh, you know, s- some other affiliate marketing. And so I was marketing to people who were also looking to change their lives or, you know, find some alternative way to earn income. 
And so I would tell that story, and then I would position that offer on the back end of that story. And it wasn't always pretty, and it still is not always pretty. Um, but that, that was, I think the biggest thing is not telling the story that people struggle with. I think it's making the offer, right? And I didn't know how to transition from that story to making that offer. And, and then what I, what I started doing was making it very simple. It was a really simple transition, I would say. And, and this is where I'm at right now when it's really cool and I really am living a life beyond my wildest dreams. And if you would like to do the same thing too, here's what I have for you. And I would just put it, I would frame it just like that. Here's what I have today. Here's what I have to offer. Here's what, you know, here's what I'd like to tell you about. I would make some sort of a transition statement after I told that story. Um, and then I would transition, transition into the offer. And um, I always followed, at least in the beginning, this story selling formula, which I actually learned in 12-step programs. Um, uh, much, much like you, I was on the opposite side. I had a little hustle going on when I first got, uh, when I was a young teenager too. Don't think that I didn't have a little, little hustle, but eventually I became, uh, somebody who became addicted to drugs. I was a heroin addict and I got clean from that in 2008. Um, like many of you guys know, and I started to go into um, treatment and I heard people share their stories. And one of the formulas for telling your story was what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. And I just followed that formula um, into sharing my story in my business. So I would t say what it was like. I would say what was the defining moment that happened that made me want to change that situation and then what it's like now. So I would follow that formula and I would say if that sounds like something that you would like, uh, or you would, uh, or you would like to experience the same thing. Here's what I have for you. And so that was like the formula that I used for so many years, and I still use it to this day, and it works really well. And the reason why it works, I think, Kai, is because, like you know, man, it's real. You know, I just tell a story, and then without, uh, without trying to make some big, weird, awkward pitch, or you know, make some awkward transition. I just make it simple and I try to make it as smooth as possible. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I ask like another question? Please. Uh, what about people that don't have a dark past, right? No, no drug addiction, no homelessness, never been to jail. Do they still have a story to tell people um, to sell the offer yeah man i have had that question a million times and 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 from people who don't so this is perfect that you asked that uh because i've been big on storytelling over the years and it's mainly because a lot of people view me as a digital marketer but really what i am same thing as you i'm a storyteller right the best marketer the best salespeople in the world are great storytellers now, the, the interesting thing about being a great storyteller is I don't need to be a great storyteller, particularly telling my own story, right? I can just, I, I can be a great storyteller with any story. I learned to see every situation in life as a story that can be told, um, and it becomes fun when I start to see life like that, like, like any situation, um, where's the story and it? it's kind of like a journalist, um, now, what about somebody's actual life story? They think they don't have a story, but somewhere in there is some sort of a, a struggle or a challenge. And, uh, and I think that most people just have to stop what I call having comparisonitis. 
right? It's like, like you talked about, right, dude? Going around and, and comparing yourself to everybody else. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, you, you totally empower yourself when you just, when you just embrace your own story in yourself, in your life and realize that it's interesting, man, that it's interesting. interesting. It's, there's something in there uh, that, that people want to listen to. And the problem is not that they don't want to listen to it. It's that you just haven't found the courage to, to, to tell it. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, and then it's just about going out there and telling it, man. But I really, truly think that everybody's got a story. And if you don't think you got a story, then just become a great, just learn to look at life like a damn journalist and try to find the story in everything. That's at least what I tell people. What do you tell people, man, when people, when people, when people ask you that question? Um, I try to say like something similar and that, that everybody has a, has a obstacle one way or another and they can talk about that and how they're planning to overcome it or how they have overcame it uh, doesn't have to be like oh I was living in the streets and now here I am making money online but but there, there's yeah there, there's you know different days and, and there's there's always a story or, or at least like you said that somebody that they know or some something that they saw happen and they can tell a story about that uh, and then it can all tied into <laughs> looking at what I'm doing right now. Right. You know, what, 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 what is it that I'm doing right now? You know, check out this link or, you know, check out this website. Right. Uh, and the good thing about affiliate marketing, digital marketing, you know, marketing someone else's offer is that I don't need to learn how to make videos and right. uh, video sales letters. That, that's like one of the most important things to online marketing. I'm not good at that. That's yeah. why I'm just saying my story or just telling something and then saying, here is the link, right? Take a, take a look at it. Right. And, and that's it. You're just sending traffic to a proven system, right? Great video sales letter. You have great coaches, great phone support, customer support, uh, just being able to live that internet lifestyle. It's not, it's no longer work from home anymore. Nowadays, most of us work online through our smartphone. Right. So I do a lot of traveling. I'm able to travel. I don't, I don't buy stuff. Work from home is so 1990s, isn't it? Yeah. Work from home, sitting at the laptop. No, (laughs) I'm working from my phone and I'm able to travel. I don't, I don't spend. And you can hear the same thing. Like, like you said, you know, from time to time is that don't make your money online to buy the Ferrari, to, to buy the mansions, right? Just, just embrace time freedom. Being able to make money online to wake up whenever you want and, and do whatever you want. So for me, I don't want the Ferraris, the mansion. I just want to experience time freedom, right. especially the time that I've lost uh, spending two years in jail. Right. Right. Once you've done time like that, you will really embrace right, right really appreciate freedom right. really just want to wake up in your own bed right you can you can make whatever food you want you don't have to eat these raymond noodles bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey so that's that brings up an interesting point which is that a lot of people think that oh i've never been to jail but they've been living a self-made prison inside oh. of a, a job that they hate for 30 years mm-hmm. right so it's like I think that the majority of us spend a lot of time trying to look at the differences and so the similarities of our lives, and we try to disqualify ourselves by saying, "Well, I'm not like him." 
it's like when I started online, I would tell my story, which is just my life. It's not even my story. It's just my life, right? My life story, which was, you know, that I was homeless and had had a drug addiction and then got clean and worked construction and hated it and wanted to do something different. And I didn't particularly want to be a digital marketer. But people said, what if I don't have a story like that? Now, if I would have been a Harvard graduate or something, right, they would have said, well, I'm not a Harvard graduate. It's always... It's always looking at the differences, man. People just, it's another social messaging hypnosis that we've all been indoctrinated into that just makes us focus on the differences. It's like I could look at you and say, well, I'm not Asian from born in Hong Kong from Philly, you know, I, you know, that sold cocaine and did two years in prison. I used to, in treatment and then in like 12 step programs and stuff, people would say, well, you know, you haven't been to prison five times yet, you know, and it's like, but it's like, for God's sakes, is that, do I have to go to prison five times to learn, you know, to, to, to not go out and get high anymore? Um, you know, I think that for, for us and for anybody who wants to achieve something in their life, if you want to be a digital marketer, um, it's, it's, it's really important to look at just the similarities, you know, that, you know, and that's one of the biggest things that I think I've learned over the years personally is that we all have a lot of things in common, man, more than we more than we realize. It has nothing to do with our skin color, all this this racism and all this kind of it's the most ignorant, dumb thing in the world to me, because it's like at like right under the surface. We're all fearful. You know, we're all little kids inside. You know, we're all afraid to be judged. We're all afraid that that we're not going to be liked like we were in school. We're not. We're going to be picked last on the playground. We all have that inside of us, and 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 if we can just, it's like that's the thing that that holds us back. If we can just every day, uh, it's about creating positive self talk. You know, positive self talk. I'm enough. I can do this. I'm worth this. That's been huge in my life um, because. You know, I think you can relate to this, right, Kai? It's like we come from where we come from. Uh, you know, it's like there there was a lot of there was a lot of um, mental uh, changes that needed to happen to talk ourselves into the fact that we could succeed. Because I also have you know some felonies on my record. Um, I, I don't have you know I, I wasn't pushing coke. But uh, um, I've got a, you know, I tried to use a, the wrong license at one time and I got, you know, the cops came after me and I was 18 and hit the gas instead of the brake. That was a mistake. Um, but I mean, you know, again, it's like that stuff haunts us, you know, and we have to have some sort of positive self-talk. So I want to end with that. Your mental toughness, which I'm sure fluctuates from day to day. It does with all of us, man. Some days I feel stronger than others. What have you done mentally to keep yourself going uh, and, to, and to build your self-esteem and your self-worth because you are your own boss, dude. There's nobody that's giving you a pat on the back that, you know, that's saying, hey, good job, Kai. You got you to gotta be that motivation. You got to be the gas in your gas tank. So how have you conditioned yourself and prepared yourself for digital marketing to be an entrepreneur um, over the years? Uh, I think first, mo- the most important thing was really uh, – even though I live in Philadelphia, it's a, the media portrays me, Philadelphia as a very bad city. You know, a lot of people are dying every day. It's not that bad. It's just that I was around the bad, wrong people right, at, at that time in high school. So I think the most important thing was changing uh, the people, that the network that you're around. So 
stop hanging out with the drug dealers, stop hanging out around those. And on Facebook, on, on social media, I was able to make friends with people that are into entrepreneurship or something similar. They could be in real estate or maybe they're selling insurance, what, whatever they're doing, they're hustling something. And I wanted to be around them. Uh, and, and I was able to read, you know, they're on my newsfeed on Facebook. I always see like positive, uh, you know, motivational posts. Maybe they've done a motivational video. Uh, and sometimes I go on YouTube. I would watch people like Gary Vaynerchuk, or Grant Cardone, and even some of your videos that, that you've, you have, you have a you have your YouTube channel that are very inspirational, motivational. Um, so, so I'm always surrounding myself with positivity, right? And, and then try to block out negativity, block out, try to limit my time. Even though I, I still have best friends that I hang out with since grade school, right. I limit my association with them. Right. They're, they're still my best friend. I still go to the weddings, baby showers and all that, but I limit my time with them. And then I spend more time with people that will help me grow, uh, not just in business, but like personal growth. Uh, right, learning how to improve on my marketing. I'm always looking for ways to improve. Uh, so I'm always in a learning environment. I'm always around people that are pushing themselves. That motivates me to push myself. And, and that, that helps me go through day to day. Even though there are some days where I feel like, man, you know, nothing's working. I'm not getting any traffic, not getting any leads. All right. So, so I'm just consistently improving myself and also improving my network. These are the things that you can control. You can't control right, the shootings in the streets or right, whatever external factors. You have no control, but you have control over what you put into your mind and then the people that you surround yourself with. I think those are very important factors to, to, to start having success in anything. Yeah. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it on that. That was powerful and I think simple and clear your network is your net worth man and what you put in is going to come out and the 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 old saying of the five people we hang around most determines who we become is true and that's what that's some of these cliches that have been around for you know decades and decades they've been around because they're true and sometimes i think we overlook them because they're so simple but they're true and so um, i'm glad to have you in my network brother congratulations on your success to much, much more, dude. It's been great hanging out with you, my brother. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, talk soon. Thanks for having me here, Dave. All right, see you, Kai. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to davesharpshow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.